North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you've tuned in to Dr. Low Radio, where you hear the very best in natural medicine and nutrition. You know me, I'm Dr. Lauren Noel. I'm your host. been doing this show for over five years now, and it keeps getting more and more fun. And I keep getting better and better guests, and it's amazing. I'm so excited to have the guest on the show tonight. We have Vani Hari of The Food Babe. So excited. I am so amazed by this guest, and I'll give you a little more info about her if you're not familiar with her, which is probably not very likely, in just a second. So if you guys are not familiar with my show, welcome. Thank you for joining me. I'm a naturopathic doctor. If you're not familiar with what that is, basically I treat the body as a whole person. I look at Eastern and Western modalities, and I really look at getting to the root of what's going on with your health. If you're working with a doctor, maybe not getting results, or maybe you haven't really worked with a doctor in a long, long time, and you want more of a holistic kind of approach, I'd be happy to work with you. You can learn more about me at shinenaturalmedicine.com. That's my clinic website. Get a little bit of info there. And uh, we'd love to help you. We work with patients locally here in San Diego and all over the country. And uh, naturopathic medicine is kind of a whole new world. It's, it's a pretty wild field. I got into it for myself with my own health stuff. So I really believe in it. And it's powerful stuff. And uh, also very exciting, we're going to be doing a Shine Natural Medicine retreat And we're firming up the dates. I'm going to be announcing the specific dates and how to sign up next podcast. I've been announcing it for a while. So next week, I'm going to give the actual dates and how to sign up for that. If you want more information, if you want to be the first on the list to be in the running, to be um, in the retreat or on the retreat with me and with – with Shauna, who's going to be doing the, the nutrition and the yoga and all of that, go ahead over to Shine Natural Medicine and sign up for email updates. We'll give you the updates on that. It's going to be really fun. We're going to be going down to Nicaragua and getting some rest and relaxation, some extra vitamin D, and just a nice reset and recharge. Who, who doesn't need that? I know I'll be due for it at that time, too. <laughs> so... On to tonight's show, we have Bonnie Hari on the show, and I'm very honored to call her a friend of mine. I got to meet her on a cruise a few months back, and just an amazing woman. Vani is a revolutionary food activist. She's the creator of, the, of foodbabe.com. She's the author of the number one best-selling book, The Food Babe Way, and she was named one of the most influential people on the Internet by Time Magazine. In her work, she has influenced how food giants like Kraft, Subway, Chipotle, Chick-fil-A, and Starbucks create their products, steering them towards more health full policies. Bonnie teaches people how to make the right purchasing decisions at the grocery store, how to live an organic lifestyle, and how to travel healthfully around the world, because I know she travels a lot, as do I. The success in her writing and investigative work can be seen in the way food companies react to her uncanny ability to find and expose the truth. She lives in North Carolina, travels around the world to speak about health and food awareness, and she's currently planning her next campaign. Ooh, Bonnie, welcome to Dr. Low Radio. It's so great to have you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to finally be on here. We've been talking about this for months, and right? oh, I'm just so excited <laughs> to hear your voice. <laughs> I know. It's been a long time since we've been on the ship and doing our shenanigans. <laughs> I know. I know. 
<laughs> so what's new in your world? I know you're a you're a busy babe, food babe. You're traveling all over the place doing this and that. It's just it's amazing to me what you've, you know, accomplished in your career and just how these companies have listened to you and it's just it's so inspiring. So what's what's kind of new in your world right now? Well, I I'm doing a victory lap because okay. I tell you, um <laughs> we I we have had so many major um, successes within the last, I'd say, four or five months that have just completely blown my mind. I mean, we've been working so hard, uh, food activists, consumer advocacy groups, folks like yourself that go out and educate people about how to eat and what to eat and what to look out for. You know, all of us have been working together to really change the food industry, whether it's individual lives through you know, patient lives or through, um, you know, blog posts that go viral that educate a lot of people or through social media or through, you know, hitting the streets and campaigning and protesting or signing petitions or calling someone's congressman or senator. I mean, all of these things have really uh, gotten us to this point now where we're seeing so many changes within the food industry. Over the last, I'd say, six months, one of the big topics that I've really been focusing on is is stopping the routine use of antibiotics in meat. And Mm -hmm. we have had some incredible uh, movement happening within the meat industry and the fast food industry. We've gotten Subway to commit to stop using the routine use of antibiotics. We just recently got In-N-Out Burger. I know that's really popular in your neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we've gotten others to start to, uh, and you'll be hearing some announcements happen from some of the major fast food chains of big, big fast food chains to really start to move in this right direction. Um, you know, it, it started with actually um, – a few years ago, and this is actually before I even quit my job, I was working in the corporate world. I was just doing this blog for fun on the side. I actually gave up television so that I could find time to write and share my passion for healthy living and how I changed my body and my life uh, through, through my journey. You know, it took over 10 years to really figure this stuff out. Um, but I was to the point where I really wanted to share it with people and people were asking, you know, for my information and secrets and recipes. And so, you know, I found the time to start blogging while I was working in a totally different career, you know, working for big financial institutions. And um, the moment where food companies started calling me to consult with them instead of consult with the financial institutions, I knew that this was my calling, that I had to do something, and I had to quit my job. And actually, one of those meetings was a meeting with Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A is just a, it's just gotten out to the West Coast, but it's really super popular here in the South. And um, at the time when I met with them, I told them the number one issue that's really facing the, the threat of health in this country in terms of antibiotic-resistant bacteria that can infect anyone, whether you eat meat or not, um, just being in the environment for the overuse of antibiotics because 80% of the world's antibiotics are actually used on livestock to keep them healthy in very unhealthy conditions or to for growth promotion. It, they found that if you give a low dose of antibiotics to animals, they get fat. And so that's really great for profits. And, right. um, and it's great for the pharmaceutical companies that sell these antibiotics too. So, right, totally. you know, there's a whole profit motive behind the scenes here. And so when I 
had this meeting with Chick-fil-A when they, when they had read a bunch of blog posts that got viral and really upset a lot of people. A lot of people were calling their customer service line asking for changes and, and wondering why they had been duped, thinking this was a healthier fast food, when really they were serving the same type of chicken as McDonald's and other fast food uh, companies. Uh, you know, the first thing I said to them that this was the issue, and they told me it wasn't possible. You know, they told me that this is, you know, there's just not enough supply. And I looked at him and I looked at the chicken supplier guy in the room and I said to him, I said, you, you, you're not going to be able to buy supply for this because you're right, there isn't enough supply. But what you can do is inspire the people you're already buying from. You buy how much chicken per year, you know, you have power that you don't even understand and you can change within. And that's actually what they decided to do a year and a half later. They made that a commitment to do that exact thing, which was really beautiful to watch. And so at that moment, I knew, like, okay, I'm so glad I quit my job. This is what my calling is, to really steer these companies in the right direction and really change their food for the better. And since I've kind of got a name for myself to do this, you know, through petitions, through social media, a lot of companies are really scared of me, right? Like they, <laughs> they, they see me calling or they see me writing and they send these blanket, you know, corporate responses back. Instead of opening the doors, I tell you what Chick-fil-A did was, was so beautiful. Chick-fil-A had, took the time to get to know me and build a relationship and, and, and I got to learn a lot about their challenges. And so I started to understand kind of the perspectives from a corporation perspective. But, but still, of course, with my consumer heart always beating really hard. And, <laughs> and so it's, it's, it's really funny to me that now, like, there are certain corporations, and I've heard from all of my really good friends in the industry, they've said to me, Bonnie, you know, they're scared that you're invited to this meeting. They're scared that you're – uh, part of this conversation. Oh, they'll invite us to the headquarters if you stay back. You know, like, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that now, which completely makes me crazy because if anyone, you know me, you know, low. So, like, if anyone gets to know me, I'm like a really cool person and I'm a really reasonable person when you sit down and talk to me about what's going on. I mean, I've worked in the corporate world for 13 years, but. What I found out is, you know, my corporate consulting career is, is pretty much over. And what I realized is my heart is with the people and my heart is with figuring out how to make people's lives better, not only through my passion for activism, but also my passion for health and living. And one of the other things that I've been focusing on lately is really developing programs and uh, solutions for people that have specific issues. And, um, you know, I do Periscope a lot and Facebook Live and all of this kind of stuff. And, and I'm always asking, like, what are you guys struggling with? What is it that you're having troubles with? And I can't tell you, every time that I've gotten on and asked that question, it is sugar, 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 sugar. Like people, like they'll eat an organic diet, they'll eat non-GMO, they'll go to the farmer's market, they'll increase the vegetables in their diet, They'll start paying attention to labels and ingredient labels, but sugar still, like, it, like, captures a hold of people. And I tell you, it's not just people. It's me, too. I mean, I suffer from that as well. I mean, I love mm. my end of the night, like, my little sweet treat. I can't wait. All, I, like, I think about it all day. At the end of the day, I'm like, at night, I'm just like, mm-hmm, I've been waiting for you, chocolate. I cannot <laughs> wait to eat you. You know, <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, and I know because, it, but I ate so good the whole day. I had my green juice. I had my 
oatmeal. I had my salad at lunch with lentils. And then at, at dinner, I, you know, I had my, my steamed veggies and my little piece of fish, and my quinoa, you know, I had everything right. But yeah. then at night, you know, it's like, so I realized that, well, first of all, I need to figure out what works on me. So I put myself through the test and actually my entire team. And we went through, um, a kind of sugar detox program that we put together, a seven-day sugar detox program to see if we could do it. Because even seven days to me was like, whoa, <laughs> seven days without my, my nightly ritual, no, I can't even deal. So I wanted to see if I could get through it. And, um, and, and the results were pretty amazing. Um, you know, not only me, but, but the whole team, like, really had – tremendous feedback in terms of like, you know, one, one of my teammates, Pam, she didn't even need to lose weight. She lost four pounds in a week, which is just insane to me. But you just got to imagine like, that's how much sugar taxes the liver to hold on to fat, you know, or hold on to even water weight or whatever, you know, she lost, we don't know exactly, but you know, it's just, it's, it's really incredible. So anyway, so we launched that back in, um, so we worked on that for, for the last six months and we launched it back in, in March and it was really super successful. And I've been getting the feedback and testimonials from people and it is, it is so fun to hear Mm. people and what they're experiencing when they start to reduce the amount of sugar that they have in their lives. And um, by, by also eating, you know, organically really clean, like, superfoods and whole foods and unprocessed foods, not out of a box at the middle of the grocery store that's been dead sitting there for God knows how long, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, th- yeah. so that's all right. That was a long answer to your question. Like, what are you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're, like, just taking on the food industry and detoxing the country from sugar. That's about it. <laughs> You know, <laughs> wow. So do you feel like you still feel an improvement from doing that detox and, and is it lasting or is it something you have to do a few times? Well, you know, what it did also was just increase my awareness about um, even the natural forms of sugar that I was kind of like, you know, holding on to. Like one of the things that I loved to eat was dried mango and I would eat it oh like my gosh. at lunch. All you know, day, like I could lunch. eat that all day. Yeah, yeah, I would <laughs> yeah. eat it all day. I'd, I'd have it like right after lunch as my sweet treat instead of a piece yeah. of fruit, which I should be having a piece of fruit. Instead, I'd have the dried mango, and and it's just condensed calories, and it's it's actually right. a, it's more calorie dense, and it's also more sugar dense than an actual like I should go actually cut open a mango and eat that instead. <laughs> it would be much better for me because the water would slow down the absorption, you know, all sorts of things. So. Right. You know, dried organic mango isn't a bad thing to have. It's not the devil or an evil food or anything, but it just it just allowed me to like look at situations and being like, oh, I see that's kind of my crutch, you know, and I I can improve that. And it's just you know, the thing is, is like we're not trying to live perfect lives here, you know. I I don't want to be perfect. Shoot, you know. I'm glad I'm not perfect because, man, I just, <laughs> I don't know, mm-hmm. I'm just glad because too much pressure. It's, like, it's, it's way too much pressure. So, like, you know, I think, you know, the, what's important about these detoxes or any type of program that you go through or any type of, like, you know, situation where you try to, like, test yourself to see if you can get through a certain situation, um, those, like, just help you, help you get better. And, and it's a little, a little and a little each day. And, and if you can learn about, 
your triggers or where you're using, you know, food as medicine and in ways that maybe you don't want to use it. Like, for example, like, you know, anti-anxiety medicine. I was, in a way, you know, mango at 3 o'clock in the afternoon was kind of like my, you know, my crutch of, like, getting through the stressful parts of my day to get, you know, my work done. So, you know, I, I kind of recognize that. And, and now I just eat a couple pieces, not the whole bag. You know? so. <laughs> That's good. But, so you, yeah. you're, you're a world traveler, as, as am I. You must just be blown away when you travel to see the way that other countries eat with just so many natural options and just such a lack of the chemicals and, you know, the toxins and the things like the antibiotics. And then when you come home, I, mean, I know I feel like this. I come home and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I was just in Australia and New Zealand for a month, um, a few months back, and – I feel like I could eat almost anywhere, you know, and there's so many gluten-free options and a lot of local and organic things. So, how, I mean, how do you handle that when you come back to the U.S.? Do you feel inundated? Like, oh, I have so much work to do, you know? I do. I mean, yeah. you know, I was just telling one of my coworkers yesterday, like, we're, our work is never going to be done. The food industry is going to continuously try to use whatever health trend and come up with products to try to mm-hmm. make us, think that there's some health halo around this and they're going to continue to make us buy these products that have no health benefit whatsoever. And, and I, you know, I'm thinking about like, you know, specifically all the new products that I just saw at natural products expo. There's so many new products with probiotics in them. And the thing Mm -hmm. is, is like the way to get probiotics and really get them to really work in your system is through like naturally fermented foods, not by just Mm -hmm. adding some bacteria to some random things, you know? So it's just, that's what's really concerning to me. And then even just the probiotics like you take, you know, I mean, I've heard, you know, there's a couple of doctors actually on the boat that we were on, uh, Stephen Gundry, uh, I went to his talk and, you know, he's a, he's a, I forget what kind of doctor he is. I have his, uh, he's like an evolutionary doctor. So he studies Mm -hmm. like, you know, the evolution of man and like the diets and everything and and the gut and everything. And he was just saying that like your body is so many more billions and trillions amount of bacteria that that little probiotic that you take just doesn't even make a dent. Um, It goes out, it just dissipates within a few hours. And so like, you know, you have to continuously nurture the gut with prebiotic and probiotic foods you have to actually eat them you know um and so you know you know i think about the science behind uh all the trends and then i think about what the food industry is doing and it's like okay you know we're making headway we're getting these companies to do the right thing they're starting to label gmos which is another huge win that we had recently we're four or five companies now major food companies that previously spent millions of dollars to prevent transparency on labels are now voluntarily deciding to put GMO labeling on their products. General Mills, Kellogg's, ConAgra, and Mars Corporation have all announced that they're going to do this, Um, which is a huge, I mean, it's just huge for our movement. Yeah, huge. uh, uh, But at the end of the day, you know, does that make, you know, M&Ms any healthier for you? No. So, right. you know, that, you know, there's just, there's going to be a lot of work to do. And you mentioned, you know, what it's like when you go to other countries. You know, I was in, in Africa uh, last summer. We went to Rwanda and Tanzania, and I was there for almost a month in both of those countries. And uh, I can tell you, I ate almost zero processed food. Zero right. processed mm-hmm. food. I mean, everything came from the land, whether it was the fish that was fished that morning or the, the vegetables grown in the back. Um, 
of the, you know, different cottages we were staying at, you know, or it, it was really remarkable how I did not, I didn't gain any weight. And, and you know, you know, when you're on vacation, you, you just eat more than you should, you drink more than you should, you do everything more than you should, right? Yeah, yeah, and, live it and, up. I mean, it just wasn't the case because I ate absolutely nothing processed. And when you went to the supermarket there, there was one type of rice, one type of cereal, one type of whatever. There wasn't this choice, this endless choice of processed garbage that we have here. Right. I actually just posted, I just posted this, this article. Do you cuss on this? Um, on this you can totally this cuss. Radio? It's fine. You can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, care. The, the name of the article, and it's, in, it's on Medium, if anybody wants to look it up, is like the world is fucking insane. And this guy goes yeah. and takes pictures of, um, aisles nine through thirteen are the aisles that he went through to go get milk at the grocery mm-hmm. store, and and he goes, if I were to design a diabetes plan for anyone, I would take them to a supermarket. And he shows right, photos no of like what's on every aisle, and it's in another country. It's actually in I think it's in Australia or somewhere else. But it was just it was just crazy to see. Just you know, we go into supermarkets all the time, and we're just so numb to like what they look like because we're just in and out and getting our stuff. But when you look at it in an article like that, it's really eye-opening to see like how much processed food there is that's available and constantly being marketed to you and 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 being you know highlighted throughout the supermarket on the end caps and through sales and you know through all of that. So it's um it's it's really sad. So you know the one thing that you know I always try to do is I. I just keep the processed foods out of my house as much as possible. And, yeah. and it, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing because, you know, when I feel like a snack, you know, something salty or something, I have to like reach in the fridge and get like cheese, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, right. you know like something really random or I have to <laughs> make popcorn right from scratch, like on the stove with my coconut oil, not some, you know, microwave packaged stuff that has the fake butter in it that gives you, popcorn lung and has the artificial food <laughs> dyes and the TBHQ that's made out of butane and, you know, and the, you know, made with GMO oils and, you know, all the stuff. Right. So it's like, you know, I just keep it out of my house and it, with the exception of my husband's blue corn chips. He loves those. Um, but, so good. you know, I just keep it out and it, it that really helps. It's just, mm. you know, so when people go into my, you know, they go into my the pantry and they really don't see much. Now people send me stuff all the time because I, you know, right. I'm the food babe and they want me to try right. their products. But I tell you, I mean, a lot of it just goes untried because it's so, I look at the package, I look at the ingredients and I see how processed it is. And I'm just like, Oh no, this is going to go in the donate. That's pile. crazy like, that someone would send you processed stuff. <laughs> it's like, Oh, hello. You have no idea. I mean, <laughs> you know, so many people and we reject so many things, but people still get a hold of your PO box and they still send right. you stuff, you know? So, yeah. Well, I'm like you, girl. If there's anything processed in my, you know, cabinet, I'm going to eat it. Knowing what I know and having – I could have a whole plethora of healthy food. If I have something in there, you know, I'll, I, don't, I don't keep it in my house. I do not do it because it's easy snacky kind of stuff, you know. And the next thing you know, mm-hmm. you've had the whole box. So I just don't even, don't even go there, and I think it's really important. So for people who, let's say they're new to nutrition, they don't really know much about this world, and, they're, and let's say they have a whole kitchen full of processed stuff, what's, what would be like looking at a box if they'd know, okay, this is healthy or not healthy? What are like a few little things they can look at to, to assess if that's a healthy thing or not? 
Yeah, so the first thing is you want to always look at the ingredient list. You just forget about the nutritional facts panel, the calories, the fat, the carbs, the sugars, whatever. Just forget about it. The first thing you want to learn is the ingredient list. And so you want to be able to read the ingredient list and understand everything on the label. Now, if you don't understand everything on the label and know why it's there, that's something that shouldn't be in your pantry. There's no right. reason you should be eating items or things or ingredients that you have no idea what that is. Like, you know, when you eat an apple, you know it's an apple. You, you, when mm-hmm. you eat cheese, you know it's cheese, usually, sometimes. There's, there's sometimes <laughs> it's, it's full of wood pulp, like the shredded cheese that you buy pre-shredded at the, <laughs> the grocery store. They found that 8 or 9% of it could be wood pulp that comes from cellulose, Ugh. which is actually linked to intestinal inflammation. But anyway... That, that, is a, that, that is a really sad situation in terms of how food companies get away with giving us a lesser quality product and, and making us pay more for a product. But, um, you know, in terms of uh, ingredients, you really need to understand all the ingredients. And then, you know, once you understand all the ingredients on the label, I think, you know, if you can recognize them and their ingredients that, you know, you would eat by, like, if you would actually use individual ingredients and make something in your kitchen, I think that's probably a healthy, healthier product than most processed foods on the, on the, at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, the for next sure. thing you want to look for is the oils that they're using in the product. You know, what kind of fats are they using? Now, if they're using soybean, corn, safflower, cottonseed, even sunflower, canola, you know, some of these kind of less healthy oils and in and, and I put sunflower in there loosely but the ones that I'm really concerned about are the ones that are partially hydrogenated which are trans fatty oils that are linked to 7,000 deaths and 20,000 heart attacks every single year in the United States it's still an ingredient that's in our food supply even though the FDA is moving to ban it it's still rampant at the grocery store as well as that every freaking restaurant unless you live in I think San Francisco and New York I think they both I'm sure that number is way higher that number's got to be way higher the actual number of deaths I mean I'm sure oh yeah you know what I mean yeah 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 totally totally I mean that's the CDC saying it and you know they're pretty you know you know multiply by 100 okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so, you know, and that, so that's the other thing I'd want you to watch out for. And so I would really like people to start, like, fixing their fats in their diet because as soon as you get, like, healthy fats in your diet, like, everything else starts to kind of balance itself out. You start to get the omega-3s. You start to, to get the right balance of omega-6 to omega-3. You start to, um, uh, start to reduce the sugar cravings. You start to actually feel full. And, you know, those fats are coconut oil, ghee or grass-fed butter, avocados, nuts, seeds, um, olive oil. You know, those are the fats that you want to have in your diet and also want to have in your processed food, too. You don't want to have the other inflammatory-promoting oils like soy and corn or the ones that are doused in Roundup, which is a probable carcinogen, and are GMO. You don't want those in your diet. But, unfortunately, soy and corn oil – are some of the most produced, and canola and cottonseed, for that matter, are the most produced oils in this country to put in our processed food. Cottonseed is actually um, not even a food crop. It's a textile crop. They can use many more toxic pesticides to produce cotton, and then you end up consuming that oil in terms of food, and it's, it's one of the most, I think, ludicrous things that are allowed in our food supply, and it's actually 
uh, a leftover commodity back in the in the I think 1950s or 40s, and they started mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we can put it in our food. Let's do that, you know, even though it's not even a food crop. So very Crazy. toxic oil. Um, again, it causes inflammation. Um, uh, a lot of uh, the the back uh, the bacteria is destroyed in your gut when you start to eat these inflammatory oils that have been doused with Roundup. So you know it, it has really bad health effects, and I would say the whole entire oil industry is something that has been invented uh, in the last 70 or so years. And it is something that has been detrimental to the health of our nation in terms of uh, heart disease, diabetes, obesity, et cetera. You know, before 70 years ago, nobody was using these oils, canola, uh, soy, corn, et cetera. They were using lard and butter. Yeah. And right. um, and then in, in Asia and other in, in in the Mediterranean they're using olive oil and coconut oil. So you know it's it's we got to get back to our roots. We got to get back to to eating healthy, and that's one way to do that. So the third mm-hmm. thing that I would say, if you don't know much about all of these chemicals in your food, um, is to to really just decide to go organic. And the reason why I tell you to decide to go organic is because you're already going to eliminate about 10,000 chemicals that are allowed in our food by the FDA that's allowed in conventional food. And actually 3,000 of those chemicals have never even been tested or reviewed or anyone's ever put any scientific data on. So they're just running rampant in our food and nobody knows what they're doing to our bodies. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you buy organic, that almost the majority of that list is outlawed. There's only about a few hundred chemicals allowed, uh, synthetic chemicals allowed in organic food um, hmm. and uh, or in the production of uh, organic food. So, um, so there's actually a list. I put a list actually on foodbabe.com. So if you go list of uh, ingredients allowed in organic food, you can go look at the list. And it's not very many compared to the overall list that's allowed in all food. And so hmm. when you eat organic, you're automatically not going to be um, – exposed to the trans fatty oils. You're not going to be exposed to the artificial food dyes that are linked to hyperactivity in children, the yellow five, the, the red forties, all the stuff in Doritos and Cheetos and M&Ms. And um, you're not going to be uh, exposed to any ingredients that have been sprayed with synthetic pesticides or Roundup. Roundup that's linked to cancer that the World Health Organization just recently announced that, you know, last, late last year. Um, you also will not have any growth hormone. Now, growth hormone is something that's outlawed in a lot of different countries because it's linked to cancer, but we still allow it in the production of our meat here. Um, you won't get exposed to any routine antibiotics being used um, either if you buy organic meat or organic products. Um, also, you won't worry about fluid sludge in your food being grown with feces all around it, you know, or, uh, or being contaminated with a, a very uh, amount of chemicals that you can't control. There's like different safeguards around uh, organic produce that, um, that safe, you know, are, are safer than, than conventional produce. Um, so there's, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, there's so, so many other things that are important about organic food that you automatically just kind of start to eat better. And you also, and one of the other things that I noticed too about organic processed food too, is that 
it typically has less sugar. It typically has less fat than the the conventional counterpart, which is kind of mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. Um, and, and that's not to say that every organic product is going to be better than the conventional counterpart, but like a lot of them are because the organic companies, a lot of them have had the consumer health in mind when they created their alternatives. And mm-hmm. so you're going to have a better choice and selection in an organic market for health than you would in a conventional grocery store. Mm-hmm. What about the, the, the topic of plastics? This is something that really, really like, bums me out. When I travel, I just I know I'm just getting inundated with chemicals whenever I drink from plastics. But there's really not a great alternative because when you're traveling, you you got to drink water, you know, and it's like do you want to drink the tap water from various cities and countries? It's just it's tricky. So, how do you navigate the plastics thing? I mean, as a naturopathic doctor, I'm always looking at how these are such potent, you know, endocrine disruptors and all the xenoestrogens and I just I don't I'd love to hear your take on the plastics and and what we can do about it. Yeah, it's it's a huge issue, and even for me, um, it's a huge issue. So when I travel in the United States now, um, mm-hmm. I use a different services. Uh, there's one service that I use on the West Coast. It's called Instacart. Actually, on the East Coast, too, they have it now, too. Um, and they'll deliver whatever you want wherever you are. So even before Whoa. I get to my hotel room, I mean, not anything, but, like, you know, groceries, Whole Foods, my favorite restaurant, like, you know, they do a lot of different things. Wow. Um, and, and so I'll go on there and I think it's like a $4 fee or five bucks fee. It's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and before I even get to the hotel or before I even get to where I'm going, I will actually have Instacart deliver water in glass bottles from Whole Foods. And there's a Mountain wow. Valley Spring water that I love. And it is a little extreme, right, you know, in terms of me doing this. But I tell you, it puts my, my body, like, like it's so much peace. And mm, it's the okay. funny thing is, is my, my team has seen this habit, you know, every time they travel with me. And they now do the same thing or they, like, make sure I have it before I get there or whatever. And it's so <laughs> sweet. Like, it's so awesome that they get to do that. Aww. But, like, and it's just cool. But, um, and, and it's, it's just a beautiful thing. And actually, you know, before I went on the boat with you back in November, um, I, 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 like, loaded up my stuff on the boat and I left the boat and went to Whole Foods and did a run and I came back with all my water bottles and I had it for almost the whole time there. Wow, that's super cool. It was it was really cool. And I had all this green juice too that I smuggled on the boat, which is pretty awesome. Right. Although they did have a juice bar there too. So of anyways, course, yeah, Bonnie so Hari smuggling of... green juice and other people are smuggling all kinds of stuff. But you're like, I'm smuggling green juice. Everybody has like, you know, alcohol and stuff. <laughs> so cute. And, and, yeah, and and glass water bottles. Yeah. Um, so, no, it just, you know, that water, I don't know, there's something about it that just keeps me, like, you know, it, it, it's really good water, and when I'm drinking really good water, it really makes a difference. And at home, what I do um, also is I've, I've filtered my whole house. So right. my, and I have a three-stage um, crazy coconut bamboo something something filter. it's crazy filter I can't I can't even describe to you I'm not a filter expert but um we we got the guy um who is the filter guy to fly down actually drive down from New York to install this and um and so every single tap in my whole house is filtered 
Um, so I can drink out of like the the bathroom sink. I can drink out of my you know tub. I can drink out of anywhere. I, I just imagine um, you in your yard drinking out of your sprinkler. I don't know why, just because that's probably <laughs> just as clean as your as your sink. <laughs> but yeah, I know. I mean, you know, we we really take water very seriously around here. And and I tell you, when you start to filter your water, just not even the stuff that you're drinking. But also your shower, where you're showering every single day, you'll notice your skin gets softer, your hair doesn't fall out like as much yeah. as, you know, when you have long hair, you just get clumps of it in your brush. Well, you won't have that as much anymore because the chlorine isn't like destroying your hair follicles and all the other chemicals in the water. So um, it really makes a difference. And what was so beautiful, I actually told the story in my book is my hairdresser, when I first started filtering my water, and this is, you know, a few years ago, um, I hadn't seen my hairdresser for many months because I wanted to grow my hair even longer. And and so it had been maybe about six months or so. And I went to go see her, and she was washing my hair, and I've had her for 10 years. And Mm -hmm. she's washing my hair, and she goes, what are you doing? What did you, mm. what are you doing differently? She started to freak out. She goes, Oh my gosh, your hair, your hair on your scalp is so thick and it's not coming out my hands. And like, what is going on? What did you do? And it caught me off guard. I didn't know, you know, I didn't really connect the dots right away. Cause I was like, wait a minute, mm. you know, my diet's the same. I'm eating still the same, you know, the kale shakes. And, you know, right. That I do <laughs> like, I, you know, nothing has really changed. Um, and then it just hit me when I got home. I was like, oh, my gosh, we installed the water filter six months ago. Holy so crap. It is my water filter. And, you know, the funny thing is, at the same time, I was noticing my husband's hair being curlier and more lustrous. And mm-hmm. I, would, I would look at him and be like, oh, your hair looks so good. And I was actually complimenting him on his hair, not even noticing what had happened. And, and it was right. just a funny thing. Um, and I tell you, when I told that story in my book, and so many people have gone out and started to filter their water, um, and their stories back to me are just so funny. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm not putting this much lotion on my skin because my skin doesn't feel as harsh when I get out of the shower, you know, mm-hmm. um, and all of those things. So it's, it's a, it's, it makes a huge, huge difference. But I tell you, when I was in Africa, the only water available was in a plastic bottle, you know, mm-hmm. and it's right. been sitting probably outside in African heat for hours on end. And so who knows what kind of plastic was leaching inside that water. Right. But, no kidding. You know, we did. I mean, we did stay at some eco friendly places that had like glass bottles and things, but you know, it was, you know, you just, you, you, all the other times that you do take precaution, make up for those times where you don't have the opportunity to do it and you just have to kind of like suck it up and and handle it you know yeah one of the things I I love about the work you do is yes you're you're targeting different companies to clean up their act and take out certain ingredients but it also can shed some light to companies that are doing it the right way and we love to vote with our dollars and really support these companies do you have any particular brands that you really love when it comes to either food or you know skincare stuff um, things that you know like you said like the Spring Valley water you look at that you trust that you love that water you know are there mm-hmm. any other kinds of companies that you would love to give a shout out to that you support yeah, no, um, speaking of water, too, there's another great company, Castle Rock, um, and it's it's just not available here in Charlotte where I go, but I, I see that out on the West Coast. That's a really great um, water brand as well. Like, it comes in a little glass bottle, and it's really great, mm. too, so check cool. that out. Um, 
so if you go and buy a bottle of water, just go get a glass bottle. Um, that's one way to make a difference. But um, the other brands that I love, so I, okay, so um, I've been really impressed with a lot of snack companies lately that are incorporating mm-hmm. vegetables as like dehydrated vegetables as snacks. So like everything yeah. from like the, the kale chip, I tasted some new beet chips. Um, they have a new broccoli bites where they're actually dehydrating broccoli and they make a little sauce with it with like cashews and spices and stuff mm. and they dehydrate it and it's like awesome nutrition and you're not eating mm-hmm. like a fried potato chip and it tastes right. great. Um, or I think it tastes great. My husband was kind of <laughs> not faced by it, but <laughs> I was like, look, broccoli bites. And he had He's a like, no, babe. Like, no he's like give me my blue Um, chips and we're good (laughs) yeah yeah but you know not it's not for everybody but the beet chips were really delicious and I think kids (laughs) would really like those so there's a couple brands that are doing really great uh innovation in that and that's Brad's Raw um Rhythm Foods is another one and um Alive I think is the brand name and actually the funny thing is, is Alive I think it's Oh, it's Radiant Foods or Alive. I can't remember exactly the name, but they, it's so funny. They, came, they were actually one of the first people to come out with kale chips many years ago. And I remember tasting their kale chips and being like, these are horrible. I cannot even get behind these. <laughs> but they right. have, I don't know what they've done, but they've gotten it right because I've bought more, I just buy so many bags of those kale chips. I think they're the best kale chips on the market. <laughs> so whatever they did, they listened to the feedback. They're awesome. Um, so I love them. Um, I love, you know, you know, I love like supplementing with superfoods. So Nativa, who has actually been a very long-term sponsor of foodbabe.com. And the only reason why they have is because it's something that I eat almost every day. And I love, love, love the company and its mission. They are actually one of the companies that have funded the right to know and have funded campaigns against these corporations that are doing really bad things. And so they wow. are an amazing activist kind of um, superfood company. And the CEO, John Rulak, is one of the uh, one of my greatest mentors in my life. Like, he's so incredible. Um, but they produce coconut oil, like really great organic virgin coconut oil. Mm-hmm. And then they came out with a new refined coconut oil, which – um, is not like heated or processed in any way that destroys um, the benefit of coconut oil, but actually takes away some of the flavor of coconut so that you can oh, fry nice. things in it. So like, um, you know, a lot of Indian foods, I'm Indian, and there's a lot of Indian foods like samosas and pakoras and a lot of things that are fried. And so my mom's been um, frying in that coconut oil, which is really good. And then we made homemade donuts in that coconut Ooh. oil. And it was like, amazing they were so good and you just didn't get that like yucky feeling afterwards and actually there's um a new organic like version of chick-fil-a a new um uh fast food chain called organic coup in pleasanton Ooh. california and they're frying their chicken in this coconut oil too so Dang. i i love the idea of like trying to change the whole fried food, fast food industry and all that. And so Nativa is working with them to kind of change that. And I think that's really cool. They also produce like hemp seeds and chia seeds. And they've just come out with a, which is really cool, like a a Nutella um, knockoff, which is, I think, way better than Nutella. But it has like, I think, 40% less sugar. 
and it's so good. And it's like hazelnut spreads and it has superfood. It has coconut oil in it instead of like, you know, other stuff. And mm, it's just really that sounds good. Awesome. So yeah, so I'm, I'm impressed with what they're doing always. Um, and then I think what is another, I'm trying to think like what's in my closet. Oh, so there's, um, there's a pasta sauce brand that I've been obsessed with for oh, many, many, many years. And it's, it's just a small, tiny little company. And I, I wanted to bring them on as a sponsor so bad, but I, you know, these is, you know, no, I make no money from these people, but I, I would love to have them as sponsors. So if they're listening, no, I know, I know the owner. He's cool. Um, it's this little biodynamic Italian um, pasta sauce that comes from Italy, and it is the best thing. You can eat it right out of the jar. And most, I don't know what it is, but most pasta sauce you get in a jar is very acidic, and it kind of like just hits my palate the wrong way. Either they put sugar in it right, or they're putting like an abundance of other vegetables and it's just not as good. Um, what these guys have done is there's no added sugar. There's pure extra virgin olive oil in it. And it is the most beautiful tomatoes you've ever tasted in your life. And mm. I cannot buy any other pasta sauce now. And they make a version that has olives in it. They have a, a version that's spicy. They have one that has like basil and then another one with eggplant. And it is, a, it's called yellow barn, yellow barn organics or yellow barn Di- biodynamic It's yellow barn. It's the name of it. And they actually sell it at thrive market. Um, oh, cool. And and they they put it at, on Thrive Market because of me, which was really nice. Um, nice. Does that so, feel good? <laughs> yeah, it feels good because I told them I was like, you have to have this tomato sauce on here. Um, <laughs> it, is, it is so good. Anyways, I, can you tell me the hungry thing about this tomato sauce? It's so yeah, good. I think you're hungry right now. I'm getting hungry too listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> um. What else is good? I'm just like I should go walk into my kitchen and start telling um, you random <laughs> what things. What about here. stuff that you like to use, like home home care stuff, like uh, you know any cosmetics or any lotions that you absolutely love? Any companies you really like to pimp out? Well, you know I'm really basic when it comes to that stuff. Like I use sesame yeah. oil and coconut oil, so it's like uh, I don't have anybody <laughs> to really pimp. Um, yeah. <laughs> I really love, but I tell you, I love the brand Waleda. I think yeah, their stuff sm- smells so good and it feels so good on the skin. Like their um, hand lotions and um, their deodorants and their toothpaste. And, like, I love what they've done. Um, mm-hmm. They're really great. Yeah. Um, I like them a lot. Uh, who else do I like? Derma E. Yeah, D- Derma E is another one that I feel like their face creams and their masks and stuff are really nicely like I've tried their stuff. It's really it's a nice feel to it. Anne Marie um, Gianni, her stuff, mm-hmm. like her stuff is really great. Um, Kevin, I think his her, um, her husband sent me yeah. um, uh, a bunch of stuff, and I used it all. It was amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I've heard good feedback uh, on their products too. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. But yeah, those That's are the a basics. Lot. Yeah, that's yeah. good. You give us a lot of good ideas. It's awesome. Yeah, I like to really support these companies because they're just doing it the right way. So, oh, my yeah. gosh, I cannot believe how fast the time is flying. I want to ask you everything and hang out with you on the air. But I know it's almost <laughs> 10 o'clock your time, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. But I, <laughs> You're you know, like, I'm girl, not... I need to get to sleep. <laughs> well, the last question I'll ask you then is, is for people who – 
you know, I mean, this all of this obviously can be very overwhelming, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's just, you know, where do you start? So for people listening, what's what's the biggest hope that you can that you can give them for people who are following your work, and and also how can they how can they join in on the Food Babe Army too? Yeah, you know, um, it to to be part of a movement or to be even to to make an impact or to change anything, it's just really super simple. All you have to do is share your voice. And that could be as simple as sharing a post on Facebook, tweeting something to somebody, posting a photo of something that you adore and love or want to see change on Instagram or whatever. And, you know, we really have the power to change the world around us. Like I, you know, didn't even understand this power and I still don't even understand the power that we have collectively. Cause I tell you, you know, all these major changes that have happened within the food industry, craft, removing the artificial food dyes, Subway going antibiotic-free and removing the yoga mat chemical and also removing all the artificial ingredients that they committed to last year. I mean, Papa John's going through a $100 million renovation to remove all the artificial ingredients. Um, You know, companies like, you know, Mars and Nestle and Hershey's, General Mills and Kellogg's all vowing to remove artificial food dyes. You know, none of that would have happened had it not been for – just somebody raising the issue and, and, and yes, I raised the issue, but you guys carried it out there. I mean, the people who saw me start the petition or film a video or write a blog post the people who carried the message and shared it um, and then created their own movements under that and started to take on other companies for these same issues. I mean, it's really created a movement that can't be stopped and it's so inspiring to watch. And it just shows that our collective work together um, is really powerful. There's an African um, saying that says, um, if you want to go fast, go alone, but if you want to go far, go together. Yeah. Um, and, and really that's, that's what I want from everyone out there is when you see companies that are doing the right thing or you want to see changes of your favorite products uh, and you find out things that you've been duped on or uh, have been misled about, you know, ask for a change. And if enough of us voice that, it can really happen. And, you know, start your own blogs, you know, start your own pages on Facebook. I mean, the, the barrier to entry is very, very small right now. I mean, I tell you, I was, you know, if this inspires anybody, I was not even on social media at all personally before I started Food Babe five years ago. And now wow. I have over a million Facebook fans and hundreds of thousands of fans on other social media accounts and, you know, a blog that reaches millions of people per per month. And it's, it's all because people care about these issues. And so if there's an issue out there that really means a lot to you, just voice that and share it with the world and you'll find your community. Cause I tell you, I didn't have my community living in Charlotte, North Carolina when we didn't even have a whole foods or anything around when I started living this way, you know, yeah. um, I didn't know that there was these other people that saw it the way I did until I started voicing my opinion and, and then you guys came and it was just an incredible thing to be part of. And it's, it's the thing that I'm most proud of is this movement that's been created as a result. Absolutely. Well, Bonnie, I want to acknowledge you for the work that you do because it is changing the planet. And really, I mean, you're living an extraordinary and a very unreasonable life 
And I remember when we had this conversation on the boat, I asked you, do you ever feel afraid? Do you ever feel, you know, in jeopardy or feel like you're not safe with, with these big companies you're coming against? And you looked at me in my eye and you flat out said, I would die for this. I would die for this movement because you believe in this so much. And I think that we can all learn from that passion because all of us have something within us that we're really wanting to fight for, something we believe in, but we just have this sense of apathy sometimes or feel like, you know, I can't make a difference. You're one person, you know, and yes, you've had a lot of people support you and believe in what you are are doing, but if it weren't for everyone else around you supporting you, it wouldn't have been this big movement, right? So but it started with one person and, and with a belief and passion. And so I just, I just want to say thank you for, for doing that. And because it's helping all of us, it's helping our future children. It's making us a safer, healthy, healthier planet. So you're an inspiration. And, you know, really, I acknowledge you so much for doing that. So thank you. Thank you from another inhabitant on this planet. Thank you for doing this. Oh, thank you, know, you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You really are very inspiring. So I hope you have the most wonderful, restful sleep tonight. And uh, thanks for gracing our, our airwaves. And um, we'll talk real soon. Thanks, Fonny. Yeah. Can't wait to see you. Yeah. Big hugs. Bye. Bye. Right, y'all. That's our show. Thank you so much for joining us tonight and for listening to Vani, the most amazing Vani on the show. And go over to foodbabe.com and you can follow what she's up to. And um, it's only going to be amazing things, I'm sure. I just encourage you guys, believe in what you believe in. If you really think that something should be changing, maybe in your small little town or your city, stand up for it. If you see something in the food industry that could be changed, stand up for it. Share the information. Share Vani's message. Just be a participant. Be in on the court, not on the stands watching it. Be a part of it because it's all changing the health industry, and that's what it's all about. I love you guys. Thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Take care, and we'll see you next week. Bye. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10.